Hi, welcome to the Self Lane Restaurant and Technology Podcast. I'm your co-host Isaiah here with Kevin Zhao and Sean. Hello. Hey, Sean. Cheers. 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 Thanks, mate. Thank yeah. you. Well, today we're at B2B Garden Brewery. Uh, Sean brews a bunch of local beers here, and uh, he's been on this journey for nearly two decades, right? 40 years. 40 four years. Decades. Four decades. <laughs> I was way off. It's a long, it's a long journey. <laughs> yeah, believe me, I can feel it. <laughs> so how did you get started? Tell us. Okay, I went to school in Denver, Colorado for hotel and restaurant management. Then from there, once I finished that, I worked for a, a Marriott Corporation. Okay. And after, I worked there for 10 years. After that, opened up some restaurants, came out of Marriott, opened up some restaurants in downtown Denver. From downtown Denver, an opportunity to come down to Santa Fe. Okay. There was a restaurant called Ginja. Ginja. At Santa Fe. And yeah, we know Ginja. It's still around. Yeah. 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 <coughs> so I joined Ginja and... After I joined it, we opened one in uh, Albuquerque, Paseo, one in West Palm Beach, Florida, one in Pensacola, and then one on the west side. Wow. Okay. Then I got out of there, sold everything, and then started doing small restaurants. Started with uh, uh, Bricklight Dye across the street from UNM. Okay. Had that one for three years from there, went to downtown Albuquerque, opened up a BRGR, sold all those, and then opened a B2B, and that was 14 years ago. Wow. And I ran B2B until COVID almost, yeah, 14, 12 years. And then from there, that's where we started doing the beer. Uh-huh. And... Uh, it was a small operation, one barrel system. From there, we got into two barrel system. The space wasn't big enough. So we came here and built a brewery and this is where we are now. Wow. Okay. We are here for last five years wow. at this, location? Part, this location. And yes. how long were you in Knob Hill? Knob Hill was 12 years. 12 years in Knob Hill. Yeah. Wow. After 12 years, five years here. So. When you got into the restaurant industry, did you, like, what made you decide to do that? Like, knowing what you know now, would you have still gone in? <laughs> That's a debatable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I tell you what, there are people who has made a restaurant successful, restaurant industry successful. The time had changed. What we used to do at that time, there was no Uber, there were no service, you know, you know, dropping food off at your doorstep. Yeah. The things have changed, the market have changed, and if you adapt to that, yeah. Yeah. you can be successful. There's not a problem. People are still doing it. And but at the end of the day, it's a tough business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the profit margins are very, very low. Razor thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to watch everything. If you miss something, it's just it be the, yeah, end yeah. of the restaurant. Right. So it keeps you on top of, you know, your game all the time. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's a very interesting industry. You get to meet a lot of people yeah. and everything else. Yeah. Do you think there's a certain personality type that it takes to run a restaurant successfully? Or do you think anyone can do it if you have those if you have that level of focus where you need to be people... one, you need to be a com 
completely stupid. <laughs> you have to be a little delusional, right? Yeah. yeah. You can just li- you can just leave it there. So I I mean you need it it will wear you down. Yeah. But at the same time, it is this is a business where it can keep you on your toe. Yeah. You can adapt to new style, new industries, you know, what new trends. Uh, right. It's always changing. The corporations are in here. The successful corporations are in there. Uh, there are people, local restaurants are successful, you know. Yeah. yeah. But the percentage wise, you're looking at 20% success yeah. and 80% failure. Right. Yeah. Isn't what's it's something crazy in the first year, yeah. right? So it's yeah. really tough. So you've been doing it for forty years. The investment in a restaurant is very high compared to any other business. Yeah, right. You know, it's not a, you know it's not a, just a retail shop or you can open something up with right. a couple of you know things. No, it's a big investment, and then you just wait until people know about you. So it. Yeah. God knows what that time frame is. Right. Some people have done it in three months. Some people have done it in six months. Some people have done it in two years. Right. So, so you're just chasing this dream. Right. So tell me, so you said you were at Jinja with a couple other partners and then you sold off and went on your own. So what made you decide to go on your own rather than, you know, be a part of a group? Uh, I, my plan with Jinja, when I was with them, I wanted to go national. Okay. And since uh, interest wasn't there to go national, I just came out. Okay. And, you know, start something on my own. Gotcha. See what what I can do. Yeah. And I've always wanted to get into beer industry, so. What made you interested in the beer industry? Are you a big beer drinker? Did you like the industry part of it or brewing or what was the... Give you an honest answer, years and years ago, I met someone who was in Denver, Colorado, who was yeah. doing, you know, brewery. That was breweries were just coming up. Yeah. And I didn't know that was even legal yeah. to do, you know, your own beer. Yeah. Right. So I that was kind of stayed with me. And as you know, time passed, as the industry was growing, that was the next step from a restaurant to have a brewery. Right. So you can have all the different flavors and flavors, whatever you want with yeah. your food. Did right. you feel like that process going from being just a restaurant to getting a liquor license and becoming a brewery and was that a lot of red tape and hoops to jump through? Or? It was at one point in this states, particularly in New Mexico, yeah. but not anymore. Okay. It's, it, the laws have changed for the last two years and it's, it's easy as it gets. Oh, great. And that's why so, you see breweries everywhere now. Breweries are even, the process had changed a bit and it's easy to get in it. Yeah. So, yeah. so as, right. as competi- competition rise and more and more competition, how do you um, stay ahead of the competition? Like what are some of the things you do personally to make your beer stand out? The best thing you do is go to church on Sunday and pray to God. (laughs) That's all it is. (laughs) You miss a Sunday, you can see it. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of of faith and a lot of luck. Yeah. I always tell everybody is throwing the dice. You know, 
there's sometimes you will win, sometimes you will lose. But in this particular business, you got to be on the top of it, top of it in a sense. You need to know what is happening around you. Right. Right. If you don't follow the trends, if you don't see if somebody's doing, you know, something, can I adopt to that? Right. You know, it's, it, it's, right. it's, just all yeah all those things and particularly in the beer business you know there is so you know there are big boys out there you know oh, yeah. god i mean you know you're taking their share every time you sell a one glass of pint of beer yeah right so you got to be you know they are not just going to sit there right and let you yeah so you got to be on top of it your product needs to be the best you can yeah right and you know, and there are hundreds of different ways you can make, make one IPA. Right. Right. So what your crowd needs, that's the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever you produce, they, can they buy into that? Yeah. yeah. I would say this is the most taps I've ever seen. Yeah. So yeah. Are, how many beers have you guys brewed here? To, total taps are 54. Wow. wow. So, and... We got like something 16 ciders, uh, 22 beers, and then the seltzers, and then our own sodas, and everything else. Did you is yeah. that one of the trends you saw? Was the seltzers coming and then becoming more popular? Or? Every day there is something new comes in, yeah. And as I said before, you got to adopt to it, you know, if you yeah. don't adopt to it, you're left yeah. behind, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's definitely something we yeah. hear a lot from restaurants. And then, answer to your question: Is the seltzer the next one? I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but but you got to be on top of it. Yeah, right. But Look you at have, it. You yeah. have them if people want them. Yeah. You Give you example of IPA. You got regular IPA. You got double IPA, and now you got hazy IPA. Hazy ones right. good. Yep. You can. You know, doesn't matter what you have but if you don't get that hazy the next customer walking in from there he's looking for hazy and if you don't have it he's going somewhere else yeah right so you got to keep up with it yeah there's nothing you can do about do you feel like now because i remember it's funny Mm -hmm. that i'm talking to you today because uh brgr was the first date that me and my wife went on 12 years ago golly (laughs) october 12th yeah (laughs) 2011 was our very first date. Now we've been together for 12 years. So thank you for that. <laughs> it was a good burger and it kept yeah. us together <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and then I also remember when I was at college at UNM, the B2B in Knob Hill yeah. was huge, right? When you guys opened up there, that yeah. was where everybody went. And my wife's roommate at the time, Rachel was a waitress there for you. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like there's interesting little connections in the Albuquerque interesting scene is, yep. where I was seeing each other. But I was wondering, so now it seems like beer is more your focus yep. than food. And you went from being, it was B2B, it was burgers to beers. And now you're doing more tacos and a bunch of different things. I have adopted other foods to go with the beer. Yeah. And now B2B stands for Brewers to beers. Ah, okay. okay. So that's where it comes from. So what made you go away from burgers and more towards tacos and tortas? Uh, because everyone, when we started doing burgers, we were the only one at that time had that many burgers with that many beers. Yeah. Slowly, everybody started coming in the market mm-hmm. and adopt to that. 
Right. So we just exited that. Since we wanted to keep the beer our focus, yeah. we went around and we started doing tacos. Oh, okay. Right. Again, our tacos are not like a regular tacos with everyone else is doing in town. Yeah. Ours is a, we call it a designer tacos. Mm. They are all, you know, have sauces. Every taco has different sauce on it. Yeah. And that goes with the beer we match with them. So it's a completely different concept. So we do tacos and tortas. And uh, as I said, you know, uh, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Not the same thing. Just like a, when, a, when I started in a burgers, our burgers were different. Yeah. Were, yeah. So, I remember so, you could get Doritos on them. Yeah, all, all <laughs> kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Like there was always Absolutely. something interesting. interesting. Every little thing you could That's do. exactly what we're doing with the tacos and tortas. It's, I, think it's, it's, you know, yeah. I think it's working. And I think like Thank you, you said, it's about staying ahead of yeah. the curve. So it's like when you see people horning in on what you were already doing. Yep. It's smart to know, to adapt. Like yeah, saying, something you, know. you gotta give somebody something different, right? Mm-hmm. Compared to uh, every other burger joint or taco joint you walk into. Yeah. Uh, you gotta stand out from among the competition. What so. can you do to get that guest out there to come to your place? Right. That's the goal. And to remember that, you know, they had a taco with, you know, something different than any other taco taco. place so that way they can spread the word and talk about absolutely absolutely tell more people to come here that's that's a goal nowadays yeah absolutely so um also i know you know you were one of our first customers on uh the pos system (laughs) tell us a little bit about that don't say that too loud man (laughs) (laughs) i've been in the business for ages uh when i had a B2B in Knob Hill, one day, I used to have, a, I don't remember whose sister, Aloha. I had, I think I had Aloha. Yeah. And uh, one day a gal came in and she had some pamphlet or something from you guys. Yeah. And she was just passing it out on a Knob Hill. Mm. Okay. I was having some issues with Aloha. I could not get their tech support. Okay. And it just happened that I got that bro- you know, brochure or leaflet and I picked up a phone and called the guy. Okay. And that was Charlie. Yeah. And Charlie came in next day and I guess I was his first customer. So... <laughs> He put all his efforts in it to yeah. make us happy. Yeah. And we switched in a week. And basically, you know, we gave him all the insight, what it takes to, you know, make that functional. Yeah. Right. So it worked for, I guess it worked for Charlie. It worked for me right. particularly. I'm just thrilled and happy. If you really look at it, I got my custom POS system. Yeah. from you guys while you were learning to set up the company. Yeah. Right. So it really worked for us and we're just happy about it since then. We're looking at what, 12, 14? No, not 10 years. Yeah, almost. Wow. Yeah. 10 years? No, I would say seven years. Seven years. <laughs> yes, seven years. Yeah. yeah. Long it's time. a long journey. Yeah. And then in between, I had another restaurant in Uptown. I had a Lobo Beast 101. And I have used you guys to all these places. Yeah. yeah. 
And so, is that what for you, restaurants? Yeah. Is that what you yeah, liked about the POS was that it was so responsive to all the questions and everything you needed because it's a big risk. Like that's when we were we talked to Charlie about mm-hmm. it, right? And from my point of view, it's crazy, right? That he's like walking in and you like, I'll build a POS system <laughs> for you. Yeah. And you're like, sure, build yeah, one man. in my restaurant Absolutely. in real time while I'm like yeah. dealing with customers. Yeah. You know, you add everything to it. So it, it did really work. I mean, you had to be really fortunate to have an opportunity like that, that you're getting a custom system yeah. right? while you're teaching a guy how this functions. Right. And, right. you know, he can adapt. Because whatever happens at my restaurant happens at other restaurants oh, yeah. always. Yeah, you, know, right. it, it's, you know, it's the same thing. A lot of yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah. So from that perspective, you know, he got educated and we got the system we wanted. And still, as until today, we don't have a problem with it. It's just our items change. Right. right. But the main focus of how it needs to function, which is restaurant owner friendly. Yeah. Right. That was our goal. Yeah. And I think at this point, we can say we adopt that, you know. Yeah. yeah. We are successful with that. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Yeah, no, I think it was really crucial for someone like you that with, you know, wealth of experience in the restaurant background to meet someone like Charlie with the coding and engineering background yeah. <laughs> to come up with something like Selfling the way it is today. You know, we've gone through um, almost 400 some updates and each update is sitting with a person like you to tell us how to make it better and better. Yeah. 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 You were probably That's the so first good. 150 updates. It's just <laughs> yeah. you telling us, like, you need to have this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, seriously, you have to be damn lucky from our perspective as a restaurant owner that someone is spending that much time to perfect the system. Right. Because which you can adopt. Because yeah. in your experience up until that point, it was just difficult to even yeah. get someone on the phone, let yeah. alone to and the person make a change. Has, yeah, to and a person has a very little interest because he or she, whosoever is at the other end of the phone, mm-hmm. is dealing with hundreds of people. Right, yeah. yeah. So the preferential treatment I got being yeah. the first customer yeah. is just unbelievable. Yeah. Right. It was so, worth it for you to stick absolutely, with us through yeah. all the yeah. updates. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And over the years, you know, you've referred us to uh, many different other restaurants. So we, you know, we really appreciate that as well. Not a problem. Because, you know, once you as a restaurant owner, you got the good experience. Other ones are, I don't want to call it suffering, but going through a hardship with the POS system. Right. right. I mean, you know, I can pick up a phone and say, hey, why don't you try this? Yeah. What has worked for us? You know, you can, you know, give it a shot. Yeah. Do you feel like that's a common thing in this restaurant? Is that there's a community where you guys help each other? Or are there a lot of, because we've met a lot of different groups of people who they work together on a lot of things and everybody talks. It's a small local mm-hmm. scene here in Albuquerque. So. See what happens uh, as a restaurant owner, POS is the backbone of your restaurant. Yes. It's not just you guys putting the system in a restaurant. You need to know as a restaurant owner how to use that system to your advantage. Okay. You know, it's just not the numbers. You need to watch it. This is a tool you have. And if you don't know how to use it, it's just the system sitting there to take a credit cards. Right. Right. Credit 
taking a credit card is just the one function, maybe, you know, minute function of your POS system. Right. right. It needs to do lot other things which will able you to run the restaurant successfully. And make yeah. key decisions, right? right? Yeah. You make so many decisions with it. But again, you need to buy into that. You need to look at the reports yeah. and you need to say, okay, this is very beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. I am selling this one. I'm not selling this one. This right. is the way I can adapt to this. This will be, you know, very easy. And that is what I actually taught Charlie. Right. Yeah. How you can use this system. Right. And other people will be benefited with it. So right. once I know that this works for me, I have no problem picking up a phone and tell another other restaurant owner that, hey, this works. Yeah. Give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I think having someone who's engaged like you, that's typically what we see with people who are really successful in the restaurant industry is that they look at all of that data, right? Like you said, they're on Absolutely. top of everything and they use that data to drive their next choice and their next decision. Who gets the shift, what stays on the menu, all of those things. Yep. Yep. And our system does give you the tools to look at all that information. It's not just that, you know, what items you sell at what time. Okay. You know, there are some items, they are your best sellers. But there are some items they sell early part of the day, they are selling later part of the day, right. which one you want to keep, which one you want to take out. What is your percentage, you know, for your labor? Right. Right. At what time of the day can you make us don't need to spend hours and hours, particularly with your system, don't need to spend hours and hours just, you know, dedicating to this and coming up with something. Just having the habit of looking at it every day will be right. helpful for you long ways. Yeah. Do you look at it on your phone or on your computer? Uh, on my computer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How often do you uh, look at numbers daily? I look at daily. Now it has become a kind of a habit that if I don't see it, I miss it. So, and I know what to see it. So, and then if I feel, you know, there is something missing there, something, you know, is not right. I can go deep into it. Right. So, but after years and years of doing it, it becomes a habit. Yeah. So now you just know right away if, um, if somebody's uh, doing something fishy, you can just look at the report and know, okay, Something doesn't seem right. I need to look into this, have that conversation. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. When I first came in and opened up a ginger in this town, I think it was Aloha too at that time. And again and again, there was some mishap going. And just being in the habit of looking at it, I figured it out in the first week. Wow. But again, you've got to use the system, which is in your disposal. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of the time we have that conversation Mm -hmm. with owners that it's like the system can do a lot, but you have to put that input in. Yeah. You got to put in the effort to learn the system, to know how to use it properly. And then to teach your staff how to use it, which is a really big one is having good staff and good employees. And a big one that we've seen is a good manager is somebody who's running the day to day for you all the time. So you can be looking at that bird's eye view. 
Yeah. So, and it doesn't take that much of a time. It does take that much of time when you first start. Yeah. Right. But down the road, it's just numbers. You get just, you know, you get used to it. Right. Yeah. And it becomes a habit. Yeah. And if there is, a, you know, one or two numbers missing, yeah. you can catch it. You can catch it. Yeah. So but you have to know what to look, look for. for. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're hiring staff over the last 40 years, what are you normally looking for in terms of a server or a manager? What interests do they have in a sense that are they meant for, I don't want to use the word serving, mm-hmm. but can they connect with our guest? Right. If you don't have that personality to connect with the guest, this is not a fast food. Right. So you got you need to be happy about connecting with people. Okay. Because I always tell them, we make the food in the back. Yeah. I pay for electricity. I pay for the building. You just need to put the order in the POS and serve it to them. Yeah. That is all the job you have. Yeah. And you get a gratuity how you do it. Right. Right. So to make your money, how good or how fabulous you can be to the guest. Right. Yeah. That's what I look for. That's really a good way to put it, right? It's really not that complicated at the end of the day. Like he said, you make this place beautiful, make the food perfect. So all they have to do is put on a smile and serve the food and connect with that person in front of you and make their day or their evening. Yeah. And your service is judged right there is how happy you make them right and that's where they pull a pen out and give you the money so you can fix it if it's not working right 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 and then yeah Yeah. there's an immediacy to that relationship i would say that but what you're saying is is that there is a tricky element of it because every customer every person is different yeah. So there's some people who are really difficult to please. <laughs> some people are just like, just bring me my beer and my yeah. forklift and I'm happy. Other people are a little bit more high maintenance. So in your experience of 40 years, how do you deal with a little bit more difficult it's, customers? I look at different. I look at every customer is here to make them to make themselves happy. Yeah. yeah. As I said just now, we take care of food back there. As yeah. a server's perspective, is to carrying that from the in, from the window over there yeah. to the guest and make their evening. Yeah. I mean, I tell people it's not a rocket science, but if you can put a, you know some effort in it, yeah, you'll see an immediate return. Immediate return. Yeah. So, I mean, I was a server once. I was a bartender once. You yeah. know, I started in this industry as a dishwasher. Yeah. So I have done all these things. So it is not, again, it's not that difficult. It is yeah. how much effort do you want to put in it? How much do you want to put in it? What you put in is what you yeah. get out. Yep. Yeah. And you, as you said, you know, immediate return at the end of the night, you can look at the POS yeah. and see how much money you made. Yeah. You can see, you know, how much tip you made, what percentage. Yeah. And you can, and again, you can use that to your advantage and have that conversation with the server. Yeah. Maybe that's not the problem as well. Use our opportunity to have what training. can we change next day? Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. Just, again, that's going back to POS. You know, yeah. you need to know how to look at your reports. You yeah. know, yeah. I, what I do is in the night when servers do their closeout, 
I asked them to circle what percentage of a chip they made. Mm. So they know as well as I know what percentage of the chip they made. Yeah. So and that is a conversation starter right there. Yeah. Yeah. Saying that, hey, you know what happened? Yeah. yeah. And then you can go from there. Okay. Yeah. It's like a scorecard. You know? Yeah. You got twenty five percent great job. Hey, you yeah. got ten percent. What yeah. happened today? Yeah. yeah. You know, did you not get enough sleep last night? Right. <laughs> Anything, yeah. everything. But again, you know, going back to you know POS, you got to use that. You have that tool right in your hand. Right. So you have to be paying yeah. attention. You yeah. can't let little things slide. Absolutely. So you were a dishwasher? Oh, that's where I started. <laughs> where did you, where was that? And it when? was in Denver, Colorado. Name of the restaurant was Jose O'Shea, 6th and Union in 1990. Wow. Don't say wow too loud. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yep, that restaurant owned that time was doing $2 million business. Wow. Now that restaurant does $6 million business and they're still in business. Wow. So they've been in wow. business and they were there probably before you even came there, right? So they've been yep. along for as you long as the secret sauce. Yeah. It's just, you know, Do you feel like doing all those jobs gives you a greater sense of respect for what it takes to run a restaurant because you've done it yourself, you know, that, you know, a dishwasher, you said the POS is the backbone of a restaurant. Yeah. Sometimes I think a dishwasher is too, right? Because yeah. without dishes, you're not serving anything. <laughs> there are times you got to jump in there. Yeah. Know, and that comes handy. Yeah. Uh, you know how to wash yeah, dishes, you know yeah. how to do it. You, and you know what? I tell you one thing in this industry. If you offer me any job, dishwashing job is it. Easiest job. <laughs> yeah. Nobody bothers you. Yeah, you're just no, yeah. no stress. Yeah. You just say, no, you just do yeah. their thing. Yeah. And, you know, you just yeah. keep going. It's an know? easier, it's, it, in yeah. some ways, it's yep. easy because it's it's dirty yeah. and clean. It's yep. very binary. Machine does everything. Yeah. You, know, you just I need to put them in yeah. and take them out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> as you said, no stress. No. <laughs> yeah. Looking back compared to what I do. Yeah. You want to go back? <laughs> yeah. Did you feel like, uh, so when you started, you went from dishwashing and then you did serving? And no, then... dishwashing, I went on line cooking. Yeah. Oh, okay. From cooking, I started managing the, I was a lead and then I started managing the kitchen. Then I became a kitchen manager. And then I, by the time I was going to school at DU and uh, I finished my, uh, degree in hotel and restaurant management and then I came out of the kitchen yeah. out of the restaurant industry and went with the Marriott hotels okay so okay. that's what I did and then after staying with the Marriott for six seven years I came out of the Marriott and got back into the restaurant started starting as a server bartender and I did all the front of the house wow. and then got into running on my own restaurant Buying into restaurants. Yeah. That's the way my job. So obviously is. the uh, you went full circle. You yeah. started dishwasher to the back yeah. of the house. And then you went to school for hotel management, restaurant yeah. management. Yeah. And then coming out, working in the restaurant from the house to you know marry. Became a manager of the restaurant yeah. and uh, then somebody gave me an opportunity to start my own. I, got into that. Who yeah. gave you that opportunity? The 
his name is Jeff Harmonson down in January, uh, Colorado, downtown. Wow. And he just saw you working hard, busting your hump, yeah, doing yeah, everything yeah. and anything. He had a property over there and he was looking for someone to run a restaurant in that. So I got in there and, yeah. you know, that's what happened. Wow. And I learned, that's where I learned the beer scene. That's where I learned the POS system. Yeah. And... Uh, I, you know, I tell you what, one thing working with the Marriott hotels, it's end of the day, everything is hunky-dory, but number stuff. Yeah. And that's where you're getting your POS yeah. comes handy. Yeah. Without POS, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so important to know your numbers, right? Uh, I think a lot of people, open restaurants, they have this idea of, oh, I love food, I love cooking, I can open a restaurant. But they don't know their numbers and they're afraid of their numbers. And that's why I feel like so many restaurants fail in the first year because they don't know what they got themselves into. They think that if I make yep. great food, I can just have a great restaurant. But they don't know that, you know, food costs has got to be under 30%, yeah. labor has got to be under 20%. Yep. I got electricity, I got rent, yep. you know, everything kind of just, it's all evolved around numbers, like you said. Yeah, give you an example. When, he, when I go visit other restaurants, it has become a habit. Just looking at it, it comes to me. If looking at the food, it tells me what the food cost is going to be. Okay. Yeah. Okay, just looking at it, you know, because I know the prices on every item. Yeah. yeah. Looking at the people walking around in the dining room, I know what the labor cost is going to be. Yeah. You know, then asking a couple of questions, what your rent is, what your, you know, I mean, electricity in this. I can put a, you know, P&L for that restaurant right then. Just looking at it, right. the way it is functioning. Then when you have a POS system, which matches with that, it becomes very handy yeah. to pinpoint, okay, this is what my, you know, I don't want to call it problem, but this is where I'm lacking. Right, I need to fix this thing. Yeah. And then, as you just said, a lot of people don't understand the value of the POS system. Yeah. And I can sit here and tell you that if you can get a knowledge and a grasp about it, yeah. it is as important as your food. Yeah as important as your labor. Of course, yeah. So that's your backbone. Yeah, well, that's where all the information comes from, so, right? Yeah. Without that. Without information, particularly in today's world, you don't know what you're just chasing yeah. a dream. Yeah. yeah. I'm just double checking with everything. So, are we good? Or is it? I'll take a look at it. Missing. We can edit this out. We can edit this Thirty-three minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh, 38 minutes. All right. So only stop five minutes ago. Okay. So I think we got a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Want to wrap up? Yeah. So let's just film for another five to ten minutes. And okay. We'll wrap up.
So, uh, <coughs> so we'll pick up from like numbers. Okay, so knowing your numbers is obviously mm -hmm. very, very important. And uh, you've actually you know, been a student of numbers all these years, and that's why you've been successful in this restaurant. So what would you tell someone that's looking to open a restaurant? What is, uh, what is uh, what a word of wisdom from you? <laughs> Live and don't, and <laughs> run. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes and no. My question to the person is really how dedicated are you? Yeah. If you are married, don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is going to take everything you have. Yeah. And I can go further and say, you got to know your numbers. Your yeah. decision needs to happen around your numbers. Okay. How you, and then again, going back to it, how do you know your numbers? Yeah. It's going back, you have to have a good POS system which will tell you yeah. what it takes or where you are succeeding, where you are failing. Yeah. And you need to make that decision accordingly. There is no magic round yeah. that you got a good food that's why you need a good restaurant. Do you want yeah. to have a good restaurant? No. no. Yeah. It is just the yes. restaurant is going to do this. This is what your cost is going to be. This is what your labor is going to be. And all those things needs to happen the way it's supposed to happen. Yeah. That's where you're going to make it. If you make any profit right. or anything else with it. Yeah. And, you know, that's my advice to the person is... Before, I mean, I know you got a menu, yeah. otherwise you won't be coming opening a restaurant. Right. You can put a sign out there, you got a staff. Yeah. If you don't understand how to use that POS system, the yeah. way it's meant to use and give you an advantage, yeah. it's going to be tough. Yeah, you're flying blind. Yeah, absolutely. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, so for the people that are watching, what would you recommend if they come to B2B? Uh, you know, what, what, what's, what's a good beer? What's a good dish? No, this is the one thing I learned from this old chef is when somebody asks you a question and asks you what is the best on your menu, and if right. you tell them, that's first failure for the restaurant. Mm. Every dish is good. Yeah. And every beer is good. Okay. It is your choice yeah. which one you prefer. Right. From my perspective, I put the best beer and a fabulous food. Yeah. And every dish is good. Yeah. Wow. So no wrong answers. No <laughs> you can't wrong go answers. wrong. You, you can't get in this. Yeah, it, would, it wouldn't be on the menu <laughs> no. if it wasn't good. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. And yeah, I, we'll bring people in here and we're happy to... Cheers. 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 Thanks, guys. Thank you. I tell you one thing. I don't know whether you want to edit this or not, <laughs> but I had a fabulous, fabulous journey with you guys. Oh, yeah. Self and I had no problem at all. Awesome. Charlie's been great. You've been fantastic. You. Now you have you know, a company here. It's just, it's just feel. I mean, when I was working for other people, I really, other companies, POS companies, I had an issue is who is interested in me to help me out? Yeah. Right. 
I always did one thing with them. I asked them one question, how long you've been working here? Right. And their answer was always three to four months. Wow. That was it. Yeah. So I, you know, just you are here for three months. So you don't know anything about it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yes, you got notes about my account, but you don't know me. Right. You being the startup and, you know, you just grew right here in town. Yeah. Really, really, really has helped me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, that's definitely what we pride ourselves on is that personal touch and really knowing, having a relationship with all of our customers where it's not just a number, not just an account. It's it's shop. (laughs) What I have experienced with you guys is it serves our need. Yeah. Yeah. Other people, the big companies, Loha and everybody, they have this model. And people need to fit into that model. Right. With your situation, it is us as a restaurant owner or managers, your system fits to us. Yeah. yeah. That is really beneficial for small businesses like us. Definitely. Thank you. That's a great that's, our, that's really our goal to continue, you know, down this journey with as many local restaurants as we can possibly serve. So that'd be great. Yeah. One more thing. Mm-hmm. My experience with you guys, price-wise, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are companies that's charging hundreds of dollars and, you yeah. know, at the end of the result, you got to chase them. Yeah. In your situation, you are very affordable. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's not a, you know, you don't go around saying that I got to pay God, I got to pay <laughs> this guy. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That is really, really we're, good. We're trying to keep it as level of the playing field as possible. Yeah. So. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank for you. That. that was a great yeah, endorsement. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers.